You're listening to Voice Memos, the show about two longtime friends who have informative yet brief discussions about multitudinous topics. If you want to go deep into a topic, this is not the podcast for you. We keep it shallow. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jen and Myron. Okay. So you're not going to come on here with your fake coughing bullshit, are you? And your heavy breathing and shit? Oh, my God. I'm over here with them. I'm over here with the mange, Diane. <laughs> the mange? <laughs> Just so our audience knows. So I have been, I think I had like a combination of a bad cold, bronchitis, an unknown strain of COVID. And I don't know, like, like the mange, I don't know what it was, but I have been so sick for two weeks. It's, it's been brutal. It's been, you know, the back and forth conversation leading up to deciding if we were going to record last week and what I deemed as you can't see my air quotes, fake cough, um, seemed, <laughs> <laughs> seemed to be real talking to you. So I'm glad you're feeling better. Are you hundred percent or close to it? <clears throat> I think that I am probably about about 80%. So the first week, and, I, and, I, and I've taken COVID tests and stuff like that, and I, I've been um, not, or testing negative for that. And, the, and there's been no fever, chills, or aches or pains. So it was all just like a really bad head cold, but it slowly moved to my throat and just stopped right there. God. And so, you know, that kind of cold you get where just breathing irritates your throat or just, just breathing just irritates me yeah 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 exactly <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it, it just makes you cough so I was I was coughing about 600 times a day oh my god how did your like body oh, feel coughing like oh, that my entire torso is sore oh my like, god like my torso is sore and I think that my neck and throat are so sore that they sw- they swell up. They just got bigger just from nonstop yeah. coughing. And they weren't like phlegm coughs. It was all just hacking dry coughs. So you gave your like lungs and your vocal cords like a workout. So they got I mean, muscle. They got pumped up. They got like, okay. they got like, like those WWE wrestlers. <laughs> and you My know, neck. let me just, can we clarify? Because I know people are shouting at their phones right now. Mange is a skin disease. So usually dogs have it, like their skin oh. falls off. <laughs> so can we just be clear at the fact that you didn't have mange? <laughs> is that okay? I didn't have mange. Do you remember that? You remember that movie, uh, Tombstone and Val Kilmer? Yeah, Val Kilmer was playing like one of those um famous gunfighters. Yep. And I think he had tuberculosis, tuberculosis. <laughs> they just called him Lunger. I have Lunger. <laughs> making shit up i was like i'm gonna let him finish his story but i need to tell people you don't have a skin disease (laughs) so like i gave this code to my daughter and because it was lodged in my throat i eventually lost first i lost my upper register so i couldn't sing high notes right thank god (laughs) and then it got to the red and i just had my voice was just gone and so my daughter was here and it got her and all we did for a week is cough talk to each other 
Like, <laughs> it, it was absolute hell. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, I had to, like, practice deep breathing or shallow breathing exercises just to try to go to sleep. My God. My oh, God. it was brutal. Brutal. And just every every morning for about 10 days, I just woke myself up by sleeping. I mean, by wow. woke myself up by coughing. Brutal. Damn. Yeah. You, so. know, my, you know, those types of, especially with men. And my brother sent me a message the other day, you know, on iPhone, on, on your Apple watch, there is a category or a, a, a I, don't, I don't even know what you call it, but it is a category on your phone that if the noise gets too loud, your Apple watch notifies you because it could cause like hearing damage. I usually wow. hear it like if I'm at my orange theory class and, and the trainer's on really loud, but like the microphone is high. So he sent me a message two days ago and he's like, I just sneezed and my watch let me know that there was a loud noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i swear to god between him and my dad they could they could really destroy some major cities with their sneeze uh, you know what let me tell you i <clears throat> today is my first day where i where i've only had a couple of coffee fits and then you know when you're coughing so much for like two weeks you can't just take cough syrup and throat laundresses all day every day no, like it wears you down. And so you drink tea, you know, hot liquids. And but even that, like you can't just do that all day, every day. And it was so it's been rough. And I'm just I'm really happy that like I can I can talk down like I'm about 80 percent. So I missed I it. Um, yeah, I missed it. I missed the deal last week. So what's up with you? You know, not a whole hell of a lot. Just, uh, you know, I'm going this weekend. I'm going to Berkeley. So for the audience, Berkeley is about an hour and a half. It's close to the Bay, right outside like Emeryville and, and San Francisco. So I'm going to see, well, who you'll think is probably Ed Sheeran, but his name is Louis Capaldi. And I'm going this weekend to see him perform. I like him because he is a really amazing singer who also has Tourette's. So he gets oh. ticks. And there's been some times in which he's performing in which he has to stop singing just because his body's ticking and through all of that like he I, I think I told you about the Netflix special that he had the documentary about him that his just his attitude is always really great so I'm excited to see him perform this weekend and get I mean we've been we've been saying hey it's 90 it's going to be 91 degrees we went from like 65 degrees to 90 degrees this weekend so going right. to the It'll be a little cooler, but not too much going on. Actually, mm -hmm. I was, you, you know, today is a perfect time to record because, you know, I, we always try, you and I always try to look up topics uh, and discuss topics. And it looks like just recently today, maybe earlier today, uh, the Republicans, you know, decided to pass a bill or uh, initiate, start a bill, however, around mm -hmm. Oh, oh, just cutting social security, cutting food, cutting for the poor. And, and, you know, people will say, well, you know, what do Democrats do? They will say, hey, let's look at the $300 trillion we spend on the military or the lost money that was given to military. Like, where's that money? And Republicans are like, nah, we don't want to look like, we don't want to look like, right. you know, but right. they'll cut veterans and they'll cut 
you know, single moms with children and cutting their programs, cutting, you know, look, I think it was North Dakota maybe yesterday, just cut, cut um, kids free lunches and gave everybody in the Senate um, free, you know, up their, their per diem per day right. themselves. So it's been a shit show. Nothing has changed with the exception of France, Canada, New Zealand, um, Australia, and I can't remember the other country that has put America on the do not come to zone. That is, that is so embarrassing. It I is. And that, and, that, and that bill you talked about that the, um, the House just passed, Kevin McCarthy got that passed. And so, I mean, we can skip to the end. President Biden has said he's, gonna, he's not going to, he's going to veto that. Like that bill is going nowhere. And so because they have the majority in the House, they put together this bill, they got the Republicans to sign off on it. And now it's going to go to the Senate and they don't have the votes in the Senate and it's, it's dead. But even if it somehow got past the Senate, the president is going to veto it. And so, and like you said, this is the party is always, you know, raising flags, saluting military, jets fly over football games and all this shit. And that bill cuts money to veterans. Like it cuts money to, to veterans. That bill cuts Social Security, Medicare. And only thing it does is give money again to wealthy people. It's like that party that party never does anything to help regular people. And, and I, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, if you just ask just your average person, hey, tell me something that Republicans in office has, have done that has benefited you. And I really want to know what the answer is. Like, well, you know what they'll say? It'll be business owners. Well, he's he's giving me tax cuts for my business. That's That's what you'll hear. It'll be that. It'll just yep. be that. And you know what? And, 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 okay, and, that, and that's a good answer. And Democrats give you more tax cuts for small businesses. Like, e even their best, Democrats do it better. And, and it's, it's, it's just interesting. Well, it's funny because, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any family members. I, I have a lot of family members that live in Wisconsin. And a lot of them are definitely vocal about being Republicans. And I know that because that would be their response. Like it, it gives me tax breaks. It makes, it makes it better for my business, but they don't understand that Democrats also support small businesses right. and maybe more so not only, not only do they support the small businesses, but they're pro women. They're pro right. choice of your body autonomy. So if you have to only say that it helps the business, but I don't give a shit about my wife, if she gets right. pregnant and almost dies, uh, at least my business got a fucking tax break. Like the rational way of right. thinking, you just have to go basically what we always say. Just I, I saw this lawyer say something. He said, there's a couple ways to diffuse an argument. And when someone's getting heated, the question is, are you okay? Because honestly, they will get... I start to fire myself up because I can't believe that I even have to, that I even have to explain that right. the party, the Republican party right now is anti-trans, anti-women, anti-social right. security, anti-feeding the poor, like everything that you as a human being, let's forget just fucking American, but everything right. is you as a human being want for the people that you love. And right. if all you can respond back with is, well, you know what? My business gets a tax cut. Then right. fucking, I don't want to have any fucking thing to do with you. Right. Like, is that it? Like, is that it? Like, even if you say, well, 
I'm happy they're giving millionaires and billionaires and wealthy people tax cuts because this is not true. But if someone says, well, because if they create jobs, then we get more jobs. That's the old trickle down economics, which has proven it does scientifically prove it doesn't work. But even if someone believes that, go, okay, so, okay, you got that. Who else? Who else are, are, are they going to? Are they going to help? What else is our government going to do to help people? And it's okay to say, you know what? I'm not trans, but I don't want my government making laws that invalidate a trans person's existence or makes it so, um, like a couple of states passed, you know, no trans athlete can play a sport. Um, no, I think it was Idaho. Or I, I'm not sure of the state, but it's a, it's a, a Republican-led state passed a law that says... You can't, you only can wear clothes at when you're assigned a gender at birth or some, some shit like that. And, and, and even Idaho, which, which elected the first um, trans representative in their state government, she's a Democrat. I, I, her name is Zoe. I can't think of her last name, but the Republicans in office, they did her like the Tennessee Republicans did to those um, two black men. Who and they lost because the black man got reinstated. They passed a law um, in Idaho that they basically they did basically they expelled her from their legislature. They made it so that she couldn't speak, she couldn't vote, and she couldn't even be there. They passed a law. So not only did she get elected, right? Because there are Democrats in Idaho, and By the she did get a, Yep. Right. She got elected. They basically just said, "Nope, we don't care." I mean. If you want to take something, that's what happened to those two black young men in Tennessee. If you want to take something that's that is so basic and foundational to this nation, that the people get to elect the representatives to represent them at government, and then the opposite party says we're going to invalidate that. You can't talk. You can't be here. You can't vote. You can't do anything. That is, I, I don't know anything in government that's more un-American than that. It's it's almost as if we're reading some one of your novels, right? Right. It just it's like and you, and you mentioned it before. Um, I think it was Missouri, whether I'm not sure. It's just some Republican led state. Let's just say that. And the guy said, "We're gonna we're not voting, but we're gonna vote against. Um, we're not gonna pass any laws that um, adds to um, children getting free lunches at school." Because and and this man had the nerve to say these words. I have never met a hungry child. Uh, some old white guy. That's what he said. I've I've never met a hungry child. And 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 Jennifer, it was not a week later, just like you said before, they passed a law that gave themselves more money for food. More per diem, like seventy five dollars a day to go yes, out to, to eat. That's just yes. for lunch. That wasn't yes, even I, dinner. <laughs> that is so corrupt. And you I know, I, 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 you know, I wrote, I wrote a blog about this on Medium. That, that even when you like, I can sit and say, because um, I have voted every time I could vote in my adult life, right? Because I've been a diehard voter, and I can say, I can sit with you and say. I can list, you know, 10 or 20 things that I want the Democrats to do and or do better. Like I could, because I'm I know this party and I know what can be done better, differently, a different approach. I have opinions on that. And you know, they're 
valid opinions. I'm a grown man. I have valid opinions, right? I can do that. But even with all that, there is nothing Republicans do that's better than what Democrats do from a political standpoint. Nothing. Nothing. Except lie. Like nothing. That even if you don't like the Democratic Party, if you if you say, I don't want to vote for them, or I don't want to vote, period, the parties are alike, then you are, you are giving the Republicans exactly what they want, and that is an apathetic voter that will let them do whatever they want to do. Because you either get a party that's going to work for everybody and try to make the country better, or you're going to get a party and you see what they are. They're Trump people. They're taking money from kids. They're outlawing the idea of being transgender. Uh, Florida outlawing the whole idea about gay, outlawing history, burning books, banning books. You know, they're doing all these things because you have people saying, well, Democrats could do better. Well, yeah, you're right. But you know what? They're not leading this country to fascism. Like they're actually trying to improve lives. Yep. So I get so mad when I hear people say that. So I'm like, this is what I wrote about. I said, you know what? The solution is not sexy. It's not exciting. You don't get a reward. You don't get a pat on the back or instant reward. But the only solution is you have to go vote. That's it. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else. And there's no other nation that's going to come help. There's no um, cowboy on a white horse and a white hat that's going to come save the day. There's no Obama speech, Kamala speech, Biden speech, Bernie speech. There's nothing that can happen other than you just have to go vote. And and we hope, I mean, because to your point, people say, well, I'll vote Republican or the people that say, well, all politicians are corrupt. To me, what that says is I don't have time to figure out what is important to me. So I'm just going to err on the fact that everybody's corrupt anyways. And that's right. my story. And I'm sticking to it where right. if you need help and you want me to tell you who to vote for, why shit, I'll help you. Like don't waste the vote. It is, it is the gen is the gen Z before me. So these are the ones that just turned 18. I don't yes. know if that's gen Z or not. They are showing up because you know what? Climate yeah. change is, is, is happening. the, the, um, anti-gay banning of books, taking right. history, removing it from books. Like this is impacting this generation. They are fucking loud and proud right now. And it's really great to see, especially, you know, Tennessee with both Justin's coming out, <laughs> rallying with all of these students that showed up. That wasn't all over the news. Thousands of kids protesting right. in Nashville. And those are the people that are going to help make changes. Those are the kids that are going to start voting. Those are who the Republican are afraid of. Because listen, Republicans care about the money. We've always That's said it. this in every yep. situation, follow the fucking money. And lo and yep. behold, Republicans are for the rich and making them more wealthy. You know, speaking of that, the, the, the two Justins in Tennessee, the Speaker of the Tennessee House who gave that, you know, that, yeah, Sexton gave that speech about how they broke the quorum because they were, um, what they did that started that whole deal was they, they were protesting along with citizens, regular citizens, because they wanted to do something about gun control. That's what they, that, because they just had that big shoot up in, in Tennessee, killed all them people. And the Tennessee Speaker of the House, Sexton, said they broke the quorum, they were an embarrassment, and he's the one to have them suspended, right? Now, two things. The state of Tennessee, um, the Republicans in Tennessee had just signed a deal with, um, 
one of the major gun fact, uh, manufacturers to create a or to build a, a plant there. So that was one. So we already knew they were in with this gun thing. So then Sexton brought all this attention to himself, right? So the internet sleuth started digging into his 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 dirt right now. So that guy has two girlfriends, right? Oh, so let's just say he let's just say he's a good standing married father Christian. <laughs> now, now they done found two of his girlfriends, one of whom uh, was one is a lobby. And the wife of um, the guy that used to be the assistant uh, or the director of communications and and uh, uh, the Republican Party uh, in Tennessee. So he, he was he was boinking this man's wife, oh my right? And she, and she she done deleted her profile. So so there's that, right? And then they found out he doesn't even live in the district that he represents. He lives 75 miles. He lives in Nashville but he represents some little podunk district 75 miles away. And Tennessee specifically has a law that says that's illegal for politicians to do. So, but not only was he doing that, he was living in a hotel. He was living, he bought a house in Tennessee and to try to hide it, he had his wife sign it as opposed to him, but he was turning in his per diem as if he was commuting every day. So he was getting that cash as well. And, and meanwhile, women that go move counties to go vote are thrown in jail. Exactly, exactly, five years. So, so, so Tennessee is, so that guy is going oh. through something. And another person in, in his group already had to resign because they caught him you know, in an affair or something. So all of them attacking those two young black representatives has now um, come back on them. You know, that sweet, fast karma has come back on them. And now they, they've been exposed. And it's, you know, it's a lovely thing to see. Listen, if, if you know you got shit in your closet, you just pipe the fuck down. You just right? stay in a little corner. You don't make any noise. You collect your check knowing that if I get put on blast, my whole life gets put out there. It's very right? similar to that fire commissioner. Now, I don't know if you knew this story or not, but in San Francisco, again, two hours from us, the police or fire commissioner um, was taking bear mace and through the city of San Francisco and spraying homeless people that were sleeping. Oh my um, God. And, and spraying them in their face. Now there's some video of it, uh, you know, trigger warning, don't go watch it. But apparently he's been doing this for quite a long time. It's been reported. Oh well, he messed with the wrong motherfucker who he sprayed and that homeless guy just beat the fucking shit out of him. Yes. So, Do I it. mean, karma again coming, but this guy was doing it. There was reports of it. He's a fire commissioner and he is how, what kind of human being are you to see a person that's already down and out. Well, now we don't know if it's mental. We don't know if they lost their home. We don't know, but you're waking them up out of a sound sleep, spraying wow. them with bear mace in their face. Now that's not regular mace. It's bear mace. So and yeah. What, that's not, what, what for? Like, what, why are you doing that? You have there. I don't know what joy you get out of that, but he's beating his wife. I mean, there's got, I mean, okay. Absolutely. Allegedly. I'm just saying he's either tortured animals, beat his kids, beat his wife. He's, got in trouble fighting at some point because you if you are doing that you are doing more right there it doesn't just stop at this you have to go in inspect and go in deeper when you bust somebody for doing and putting that torture on people you know something else is going on 
that's that's exactly right. I'm glad he got his ass beat. So so today, um, Carolyn Bryant, Donham is her name. She is the lady who lied, who accused Emmett Till oh, of making yes. a pass at her. She died today. By by yeah. natural causes. She yep she did at I think she was eighty something years old and. She was never charged or prosecuted. She lied, and her uncle and father and brothers um, murdered Emmett Till. And it was a famous um, story because Emmett Till's mother said, um, Mamie Till, she said, I want his casket to be opened because I want people to see. And that, and that those photos spread around the world because he was, they destroyed him. And she was never tried or prosecuted. And she eventually admitted that she lied. Right. And but because it was, you know, Mississippi, they never tried or charged or anything like that. So she died of she died. I'm not sure what she died of, but she died today. And so I just want to say, I don't know if there's a hell. Um, and I don't know if she suffered in her death. I don't know how she we died, hope. but I'm hoping that she rests in piss and shit for all eternity. Yeah. Yep. Right. This and shit. You know, my mom is always my mom is a good woman. Like she's she's a gentle person. Like when Trump was in office, and I was like, God, I just wish she would just die. And she's like, We never say that. Uh, so, but I do. Like I say that. Like she's like, I would never wish anything like that on anybody. It's their family. In this situation, I hope that it was painful. Like I hope every second that she died, like she was awake and aware of it, and that it just gave her yes. so much pain before she passed. Yes. And, and just to show you how, how this story is, um, has never actually died. Every grave marker that's been put up for Emmett Till has been shot up. Oh my God. Has been shot up, destroyed, shot up. And not only that, but it became a, oh, a thing for white guys with guns to pose next to the gunshots on his 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 grave marker and take right. pictures, right? So much so that just a, uh, just a couple of years ago, it may have been last year, but let's say within the last couple of years, they had to create a bulletproof grave marker for Emmett Till. Just so you know, okay. the level of depravity that some people in this country have for black people. And that's a child who was murdered and mutilated. Wrongfully. Wrongfully. And they're still, they're still shooting up his grave. So wherever her grave is, I'm hoping the same thing for her for all eternity. Pee on it. People shoot at it. That would be, uh, that would be ideal. She's in Mississippi, right? Like, hey, anybody listening in Mississippi, you've got our, (laughs) getting our go ahead. If you got a little pew pew, have some fun. Yeah, exactly. So, so, <clears throat> you know, you sir, yeah, go ahead. I don't, this isn't a comparison, but what this makes me think of what triggered that thought process of, of this woman and, you know, hopefully some revenge is there was this uh, gentleman who was a lion hunter, loved big old fucking fat ass with his gun, you know, a helpless mm-hmm. animal and he would lion hunt and he would take pictures with him. 
Um, well, he picked the wrong lion one day because after he killed and shot a lion and was taking a picture, the lion's brother came out of nowhere and mauled the motherfucker, like mauled, dead, gone. Like, I think his head was ripped out, like, ever, like just shredded. You know what? That made me so happy. That's fair. That's fair, right? That's, right. you know, you. he didn't have a gun. He came and yeah, used yeah. his natural instinct to kill you. I was... I, 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 I just mall like immediately takes I it. Think, to- <laughs> yeah, I think that man got the death he deserved. The, yep. the way the way he went out is exactly what he earned. Right? That that and you know what? Look, if your family don't have your back, who have your back? <laughs> His brother came out of nowhere and annihilated that, him. Like that, I mean, there that, was nothing really left of him. I love that. You know, that line was like. This motherfucker and just went straight at him. <laughs> if you would see a picture of this guy, I'm talking big, big fella, like really? big fella, yes, and just you know, like lazy, just shooting, just going to the lines with a gun. Like, there, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? So there, you're not. There's no reason. There's no reason to be doing that. There's no, no reason there's at not. all. There's now, no there, reason. There are some, okay, so someone asked me this a while ago, and I don't, I've never really dug into the topic, so this will be just surface dialogue, and maybe I'll bring it up in the next couple episodes if I I start to do some research on it, but there are um, habitats basically in like Africa, Mm -hmm. mainly, in which there are reservations in which they allow people to come and hunt the reservation to sustain the life, I guess, or um, overpopulation, something along those lines and mm. making it legal. And they they said, but Jen, it helps the, I, I don't know enough about it, but it was like, they yeah. it helps enough of the agricultural, it, it gives money mm-hmm. back to the that land to maintain it for more animals. You know, I think that was the big thing where it's like you pay to do it and that money goes into the conservation of land with the anticipation of helping more animals. And I still, I was still against it. Like I still think that there should be no way that you should be able to take a gun. If you want to try to kill something, you should be able to do it face to face, mano a mano, woman to woman, like go out and try to kill it. Just like, just like people say, when you know eating meat they're like well you know we're all animals and you know lions eat meat i'm like well first of all they eat it raw and then they grind their jaw their jaws were built to eat meat like raw meat to shred it to move their jaw side to side like i I think exactly now that i think about it more i was like yeah i had the argument and i said listen i don't believe in any of that i know i can understand but why can't that rich person just give you the money why do they have to kill something and give you the money for it? I was I was going to say the same thing. And also, I would add to that, it is a very elitist thing, right? To say, well, we have, we not just we in this country, because there are people from other wealthy nations that will go on safari to, you know, um, it's like Kenya, Namibia, um, even in a Central uh, Congo Republic, where you have these large animal reserves, and you go what they call big game hunting. Yes. So, and it is it's very elitist and it's very, um, uh, it's transaction where you say, well, in order to preserve these lands, these nations say, well, you can come hunt these animals. And the only reason they're saying that is because they can't get money any other way, right? Now, now let's reverse that. Now, I think about this in a lot of ways. Let's reverse that. We have too many 
um, stray dogs and cats. Yep. So what what if what if we what if I started a business and I invited people from different parts of the world to hey come to America I'm around us some dogs and cats for you you can come kill them. We're gonna go to Houston because there's yeah. a bunch of strays running around. I'm gonna grab yeah. them all up and then I'm gonna allow you to hunt them. Yeah, Americans would lose their shit. Lose their fucking shit. Right, lose. Their, I mean, we would our, we would go to war with any country, you know, <laughs> sending people here. All to the white women. Dogs, <laughs> right? All the white or, women would be down there. <laughs> right, or even if you said, if it wasn't cats and all, if you said, hey, we have too many um, wolves in Yellowstone. Like, yeah. <laughs> come, come kill all these wolves. And you, and there were tourist groups coming from other countries to do that. It just, it, it would be a mess. Because you don't have to have that. You only have that when there's an imbalance of power and the people with more power say, here's one way you can earn money. Let us come kill your animals. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that, that's, some, that's some twisted. That's some bullshit. Like, it is. We, I mean, how can we say we're advanced people and you have... You have, you know, what they call big game, and you're just letting people just kill them for sport for a few extra dollars because these nations do need that money for conservation. It, like it's, it's it's crazy. Well, I, I, yeah, yeah, just give the money. Like give if you're gonna do it, just give. Hey, this is instead of me coming there and and killing one of your animals. Why don't I just give you what I would do to hunt, like and, right. and save an animal for me? Like that's because. I mean, listen, I, I try not to be uh, a racist with white people, but it's, you know, you, you see, it's white people doing that. It bullshit. Is. It's white people. Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, and you know, I mean, it's 2023. We, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't be doing that. Like, even if you say, like, I know there are, in this country, we say, well, you know what? We have an abundance of you know, this type of bird or this type of duck or this type of um, deer or antelope or something. And so for three months a year, because there's too many of them, we're going to have an open hunting season with these particular rules. You have this license. You can only use these type of guns. You can only, you know, shoot this many animals. And when it's done, it's done. I, I can understand that to a degree, right? Because because it's a fact that we have a uh, always have a growing human population and we start to move into areas where there are animals wild animal animals and not just the predators but you have the animals that predators eat but in order for us to be in areas where formerly there were predators wolves mountain lions and things like that well if you take that predator out then those animals mess up the ecology because they don't have a predator and they just their populations explode like humans cause an imbalance in the economy. And one way to govern that is to say, well, you know what? Three months a year, we, we need to hunt some of these animals. We got 5,000 extra heads of deer that if we take those out, it's not going to harm the economy, the ecology. It's going to get it back to where it should be if we weren't here. I do understand that from a management perspective, because then you're not decimating the entire population. But we don't have a fucking lot of lions running around. <laughs> <laughs> they're an apex predator you don't have a lot of them like stop or elephants stop hunting elephants and lions you know just stop it, it. well and in thailand elephants are used mainly for the logging industry so they are it's used amazing. to pull logs through forests and we're talking 30 to 40 years they're used that's amazing and, 
and whipped and not. So they are used like abuse, right? To just pull Ooh. logs from, from, from the forest. Um, and, and you'll see some, there are some people that do rescues and, and will try to buy the elephant and then allow that person and say, no longer can you buy another elephant to replace it. Right. So try mm-hmm. to shut that, try to shut that way of thinking out because mm-hmm. you know in, in some countries the elephant is highly revered and there's a new show i think on it's national geographic it's like the secret life of elephants and it's uh natalie portman i think narrates it so that's oh, on my yeah. that's on my watch list because just the fascination of 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 elephants the, there's just so much to learn and, and just so smart yeah smart and you know they're vegan so i love them <laughs> they're so but they are they're really smart I, I was watching i started watching this animal show on netflix it's called empire of the apes or chimps or something like that and it's just a um like a a six seven episode series where they just study this one uh empire of the gorillas i think or chimpanzees and they just it's just one i don't know what they're called like group but it's larger than they normally are i guess they normally have 20 to 30 in their little family group in their little society but this one is like a 70 person society or chimpanzee society. And they're just sort of following them around and you, you get to see, they introduce you to this, a couple of young ones and then the silverback that's, that's in charge. And apparently he's been in charge for like 15 years. Wow. Yeah. And they're like, that's a long time. And then you can start to see how a couple of these teenagers are like, we ain't gotta listen to you, old man. Like that kind of deal is happening. <laughs> I think I think they're called troops. Oh, I, there you go, troops. Yeah. If I can if I can, if I can remember, I. Um, so is it? So is there somebody narrating it, or is it? Yes, okay. yes. It's um, it's a famous person. I can't remember who it is right now, but it's a famous person. But it's really, really well done, and it's one of those where you know the the people filming it. They're at a safe distance, and you can tell they have these high-powered cameras. Yeah. But they're still in these in this forest with this with this troop of chimpanzees, and it's it's to me it's sort of scary. And some of it's sort of scary because because I guess there are our closest living DNA relatives yep. on the planet, and they have, they're just so intelligent, right? And their mannerisms. And their behaviors, it's its just, we call it human, but, you know, we're just animals as well. And you can just see the similarities. It's, it's so remarkable. So it's sort of freaky in some ways, but it's really interesting. Yeah, there that's a, I, I like to watch that. I think I'll probably put that in my, those types of, you know, when you can sit and, and watch, because that takes years of putting that footage together and yes. make, editing it. And, and I watch, I, I follow this. I think it's a sanctuary for gorillas and um, gorillas are, are for the longest time, I thought they were vegan because they're plant-based, but they, they eat little bugs like ants and stuff like that. So they can't be categorized as vegan, Uh, but um, they, they're watching their facial expressions is probably, I would assume very similar to the chimpanzee because, you know, if, if there's a strange sounds, the side eye, the hands, the, Everything, yeah. yes, it's so great to watch. It, it is, you know, what's interesting. So, so compare that the two, the two uh, specials we're talking about—the one with the elephants, the one with the chimpanzees, and everything—and 
humans could do that. And that that awful man instead is hunting, is fake fake hunting lions. Yep. Like you could, you, right, you can study them and appreciate them just as we are all yes. inhabitants of this planet and just like enjoy and appreciate it and all this kind of stuff, as opposed to killing it with the rifle at a distance. It, you know, that's just, that's so awful. Well, and there was the whale that was in Miami, I think it was for 50 years, who finally passed away uh, just because it's been lonely it would bang his head up against or she would bang her head up against the wall because you know it's a there they need to be with a pod right they're That's social how they, right they're social um and i remember having a conversation with somebody at some point because you know i don't if somebody says they're going to a zoo i, I roll my eyes and i and and i was having a conversation with somebody and they said well i want to teach my kids the animal and i said God, you know, it's so funny if there was this thing called, I think it's called the internet or something, um, where you can go on the internet and you can view and look at animals in their habitat and actually learn more than you would at a zoo. Because you don't know what happens in the back end of those zoos. And these animals are taken out of their habitat and put in cages for anything that has to deal with the entertainment of a human being is to me is abuse. And so- Just you can watch and see all you can see a whale on TV because, you know, what's his face? Uh, Jacques Cousteau would go out in, in the oceans and film animal and, and film mammals and creatures and, and and fish and just that an opportunity to watch Jane Goodall. Um, yes. talk about chimpanzee. You don't need to see that in a fucking zoo behind a cage. Like, right. I, I don't know if, why and where we got to this. It's like the circus where people right. go to the circus and watch bears entertain you. But meanwhile, they're chained in the back, they're whipped to their, I mean, you're taking these animals that should thrive in their habitat and you're using them for human visualization. That's it. There's no, and for money. Like, so that's it. Even when you go, I didn't learn when I was in Thailand, you know, I rode an elephant and I was so mad at myself after I learned that those animals are just usually 98% of the time they're abused because it's right they're that that per, the owner is making money off of you so they've got to keep that animal in check and you know i <laughs> i struggled with doing that i didn't realize it because you know i didn't look that I, I thought it was just a cool thing that maybe the animal wanted to do you know my whole ignorant self right a lot of people don't know but i think nowadays there's so much information out there that just considering going to just take a second to like think can I yeah. take my kids somewhere? Can yeah. I read a book to them? Can I take them yeah. to the library and take them on a journey through a book of collections of all the different animals? So yes, you might see a giraffe, but what? tell me more about the giraffe. Like sitting yeah. down reading a book would be so much more interesting than saying, well, look at that animal behind the cage. Like it makes no sense to me. It, it doesn't. And I, yeah, I, yeah I'm, not, I'm not a zoo person either. I've been to a few different zoos, like here, the Bay Area, the San Diego Zoo, and even they don't call it a zoo at Disney. It's like at Disney World, it's called Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And they even have TV specials about it and everything. And it's really well done and all this stuff. And I know that, you know, they have all these doctors or veterinarians on, they do all this work and everything. And it's just not for me. Like it's, it's not for me. And, but to segue to something that's sort of absurd, I've only been to a strip club once. I got the same. I got the same feeling. It was the same feeling. Like at first, 
Like, I think some 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 friends when I lived in Denver, um, some some it's always sales and marketing guys, you know, they would always go to strip clubs. So I was just I was in the car, so I just ended, you know, I went mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And you're there. And at first it's like, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just sort of interesting, like you're just looking around. So it's a lot of um a lot of things happening with your senses, like your sight, smells, sound, and all this kind of stuff. Yep. And honest, and this was probably this was in the nineties. And honestly, it was I really I thought about it through the years. It reminded me of being at the zoo. And that and by that I mean after about 15 minutes of looking around, then I felt sad for everybody. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. And, and I'm not that's not to say that that um dancers or strippers or whatever they self-title themselves is not um a good profession and people make money and they're happy and it's a choice I, I, all that like i'm not judging or anything yeah but as i sit there i start thinking i want to know the steps that led to this moment yes. right to, to that moment and just like i do like the animal i'm just sitting there you know i was at san Diego zoo and they had a giant white rhino Oh my God! Right. Yeah, that, that was sort of rare, and it's and it's there. That thing is massive. It's like a dinosaur. Yeah. And I just thought and it had to be. I don't know. I I don't remember, but it was like four six thousand pounds or something like that. And I just thought that thing doesn't want to be right there. No, it doesn't want to be right there. Right? Like it it it's it's surviving because it's getting food and water and medical care and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, no one's hunting it, or I don't know what hunts a damn rhino, but, you know, it's, it's living its life, but I just thought it doesn't want to be there. And there's a layer of a stripper that doesn't want to be there either. Right. And it just yeah. made me sad. And so I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not really enjoying this. I got $8 in my pocket. I just say, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not like, that, like that guy on the Memphis Grizzlies that went into that strip club and dropped $50,000. <laughs> That's when I want to be a stripper. Right? Let me dance for you, Mr. Man. Yeah. Just I just need one night with you, please. Right. Oh 50, my God. 50. 50. Like, and g- went there on a private plane. Let's let us let us not forget that. What's his name? He went there on a on a private ja, plane. J A John Morant. J- yes. He went there on oh. a private brought his friends. Oh. Right. So can you imagine, because I, I like to think of how we got to that moment. Can you imagine him? I don't know. Do you walk into the bank and go, um, I need $50,000, please. <laughs> and the bank is like, well, oh, okay. Ones. Yeah, and ones, ones and fives. Okay, uh, uh, we'll see you, you know, come back in, you know, a few hours. We'll get that all rounded up for you. You know, he gets that money, puts it in a bag. And, and he's, and, you know, he's walking out the bank. His dick already hard. <laughs> he's like <laughs> he knows what he's getting with that money <laughs> he's like you know what I'm gonna go home with a buck 25 in my pocket I, I'm it's like gambling if I if I can come out with some money left I'm actually a winner <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I, I, look when, when I think it was the New York Post that publicized or I think it was the New York Post that publicized the pictures don't think there weren't some chicken wings in that photo with all the dollar bills. I'm not seeing anything. Uh, he had he had champagne, he had chicken wings and butt sweat. 
You <laughs> butt sweat. <laughs> oh my like, god! So, whew, I, we have to get into like what we've been watching. I have been yes. Um, okay, so I don't think I've ever talked about. Maybe I did when we first started recording, but the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. It is back for its fifth and final season, and I'm okay. devastated. Um, really? It is really so good with a d on the end. It is people love that show. It's it's amazing, and it's set in like the '60s, and she's a, a struggling comedian with a family and going through a divorce and living with her parents, and her parents are fucking so funny. It's witty. It's entertaining. It's like there's sadness. There's like you know failures and successes, and her manager is just a hoot. So it's a really great story about a woman that says she's going to do something that her husband couldn't do. And he wanted to be a stand-up comic. She got up and <clears throat> this woman saw her and said, I'm going to be your manager. And you just go these last five seasons through her trials and tribulations, you know, falling, rising, falling, rising. So the last season started, I'm, I'm trying not to watch every week. I want them to build up, but I just can't wait. So it's highly- it's so good. I was talking to Margaret, you know, uh, our, our mutual friend about it. And she's just mm. like, I, I'm waiting until it's all done because I want to binge the whole thing. Like, it's really, 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 really good. And that actress, I don't know her name. I, I should because I've been watching it for, you know, how many years, five seasons. Uh, just everybody on there. I think she I think the show might have been nominated for Emmys a couple of years ago. Maybe she might have won. Um, but it, it's really it's really good. And then uh, your recommendation, which. You're starting to come back into my grace. Yes, recommendation. The power. Uh, the oh, it's so good. It's so good. And and it is a it's a so those of you that probably heard this before, but the power of the women get this extra like body part in their collarbone. It is filled with electricity like the eels. Um, and so they're able to transfer electricity and like blow shit up. So, and the concept is men are starting to get a little fearful of women taking over the world. And I found myself wondering, cause they can pass it on to people. I found myself wondering what I wanted. Yes. Right. So, so it starts, it's, it, it manifests in teenage girls, yep. right. First, like they get it. Um, and then they discover, like you were just saying that they can pass it on to older women. And then that's the question, like, would you take it? Look, let me tell you something. You would take it because I would need your power. Like, I'd be like, what do you mean you got to think about it? Go get that power and we go, we go take some ass. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go get DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so, it's, and right now it's been pretty kid friendly, you know, like. I, it really like, has been, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so. I tell them, I, told I my think it's teenage. Like, yeah, yes. Like, yeah, teenage. Yeah, totally. For sure. Um, so I'm really, really loving that. Um, beef. I finished Watch Beef. That was so, so good. That story will take you. It starts with a road rage incident. It oh could have been God, solved right? in, one, in one situation. And it just took a, two lives into a complete tailspin. It's right. so, so good. Really highly recommend beef. It's a limited it's, series on Netflix. 
Yeah, it's very entertaining. Ali Wong in that movie. She is on that series. It's it's and it goes fast. Like the the episodes aren't fast paced, but the series goes by fast. Yeah, it was it's it's really good. So that and then um the last thing he said to me with Jennifer Garner, that has been a really great surprise. So been watching that. I'm all caught up on that. <laughs> Ted Lasso, final season. It is not disappointing, let me tell you that. Um, really? Yeah, I'm I'm super enjoying that. And then Vanderpump Rules. I know I talked about it last time. Oh my God, man, my girlfriend be so, talking about that all the time. God damn. So we know now that one of wait, the- Wait, wait, hold on, sir. Hold on, sir. Okay. Oh, I'm going to hear this, but I want to say, just to start out to hear nothing, I didn't mean my girlfriend. I meant my fiance. Okay, damn, there, someone okay. corrected me. Someone corrected me when I said your girlfriend too. Like I said, oh, I'm, I didn't do the show with his girlfriend. He, and it was my sister. She said fiance. I was like, oh right? my God, okay. Yeah, oh my God. Same. <laughs> uh, but that Vanderpump group is going like, they're showing you real time, right? All that no, shit. not yet. So they have, oh, okay. they already did. So the, the series was filmed and wrapped, right? And then, then the show, then it comes out that Tom Sandoval is having this affair with Raquel, who My is in God. a relationship and in a house with uh, Ariana. Now, the thing here is that through these episodes, now, mind you, these episodes were filmed before the affair came out. And these last like two, three episodes are about, well, Sandoval, why are you hanging out with Raquel so much? Or, oh, I don't think he would cheat with Raquel. Like, it is so eerie that people were seeing something and didn't, it wasn't out then. And now it being out, it's, I can't wait for the fucking reunion. I'm so excited. Uh, so when, that's when, been, when is the reunion? I, th- you know, they say there's like 20 episodes. We're on, this episode 12 was today's episode. So I, I think okay. next week might be like, there might be two or three more episodes left and then they'll do the reunion, which will be super exciting. So I, I'm, I'm going to watch that as well. Like I, okay, I want to see that because I've been, I've been getting it from you and my fiance. And, and let me tell you how she spells her fiance on her Twitter, her Twitter handle. It's, Faye, like like the like Beyonce Bay is like F E Y Fiance. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, like, it's sort of cute. Wait a minute. Wait, before you, wait, I know we gotta go, but let me tell you something before I tell you what I was watching. So when she was out here this last time, you know, a few weeks or last month, and um we were just doing our thing. And just to show you how how backseat drivers are. So <laughs> she's she lives, she's been in New York almost her whole life, right? And, you know, she doesn't have a car, doesn't have a driver's license, because you just have the subway there. You walk or you take the subway. So we're driving out here, and I'm coming from the Bay, and she's, you know, a passenger and everything. And then we're on Highway 80, and all of a sudden, I hear her say, you know, all those cars are passing you by. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do drive like a fucking grandma. (laughs) <laughs> you take you take the uh minimum speed limit very seriously <laughs> we're like in packaville or something you know and i'm like um and it's, it's like a weekday afternoon but i used to make that commute on that very route so i know the traffic patterns like right there and we were gonna we we're gonna get into some traffic and so i just say well you know i'm gonna be very polite and say uh yeah, but they're not going anywhere. There's traffic right up, right up ahead. Within you know, it's not gonna stop. And then, and I thought that would like satisfy. And she goes, "Yeah, but isn't it dangerous? You're going too slow. You should really speed up." And I just go, "You know, you don't even have a driver's license." 
everybody. You don't have a car, you don't drive, and I don't need your subway token to tell me how to drive. <laughs> oh my God. Token. <laughs> do they do tokens or is it a pass? I don't know. I don't know. Man. Oh my God, we're going back to 1995. <laughs> <laughs> I told her I was the five time Motor Trend driver of the year. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not lying when I tell you that Myron takes the minimum speed limit very <laughs> seriously. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, just, I think I, Fred I, Flintstone and you, if you guys were to race next to each other, Fred would totally be. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's incredible. So, okay, so let me tell you what I'm watching. So, I okay. just watched, I recommend this series. Um, it's called Obsession on Netflix. Mm. And it's, it, I love it because it's only four episodes. Okay. Right. It's a limited series. I think it's set in England, I think. And the premise is, and it's short, they're like 30, 40 minute episodes. The premise is this husband and wife, they are going to a party to finally meet their son's fiance. Okay. Right. And at the party, and there's a lot of people there and stuff. I don't think it's an engagement party, anything like that. It's just a party and they're all going to be there. But anyway, at the party, the father, who is a prominent doctor, makes eye contact with the fiance. And this is before they have met. And they make an intense type of eye contact and sparks fly. Uh-oh. That's the premise. And let me, let me tell you. It's it's four tight episodes and it's like holy fuck. So I look, I totally recommend it. It's it's yes. it's very good. So and then another show, another Netflix show I recommend is there's a show on Netflix, this reality show called How to Get Rich. Oh now the title is stupid because it's not about how to get rich at all. But it's this guy, I think it's like I think it's a financial planner, I can't think of his name, but it's seven episodes, they're about 30 minutes, and he meets different people in different walks of life and, and finds out their financial status and health and plans and stuff, and he gives them advice based on what they tell him. Mm. And there isn't anything in the advice that's revolutionary. Okay. There's no scams, nothing like that. It's all the basics, right? Pay high interest credit cards or don't get all those credit cards. You know, pay your bills on time. You know, all this kind of stuff that you know, but you get to see these different people in different stages of life, like an uh, older married couple, a young couple that's going to get married, a single, a single woman who bought a home, you know, maybe she can't afford it, and, and all these different kind of little scenarios. And you just, you get this really good sound advice through every scenario. And it goes by really quickly, but it's really good. And again, it's nothing that at our age, we don't know and we haven't heard. But it still is really good. And I recommend it. Uh, I, I liked it. But also, I watched it with my daughter, who's 18. And you know how you, you have these financial conversations with these grown kids and stuff. But you, sometimes they can get testy or sometimes they don't want to really talk about it because, you know, they're broke ass. So they don't have nothing anyway. But in watching these people talk about their finances, you have all these opportunities to talk about money. And it's really, really good. Okay. Okay. I like that. I think, 
Yeah, I wish I was telling my sister too. My nephew is starting like a little babysitting gig and, you know, trying to avoid him getting a little part-time job, you know, to make some extra money and stuff and, and not like working at Rayleigh's. And I thought, God, could you imagine though, if he got into a job that offered him like 401k, I don't know how old you have to right. be to start getting a 401k, but can you imagine at 15 or 16, you work for a company and they they match your 401k contribution. Could you imagine? Oh my God. Just how you could set yourself up for like your life if you had that opportunity. So, but of course, these things aren't taught in school. We know that. We, right, right, we right, don't, right. Yeah, I, right. And that, that's what this guy talks about financial literacy. So it's. it's oh, they uh, should have named it that. Yeah, it's really sure because it's not about how to get rich at all. And even. These are even a couple of people that get into that, you know, that uh, crypto shit and uh, just oh, some God. weird stuff or people that buy too much stuff. Anyway, it's it, it, it's it's very entertaining. And then I know you don't watch any of the Star Trek shows, but no. Star Trek Picard, um, the final season, season three, just finished. And it is spectacular. Wow. It's spectacular. And it is it's really good. That's on Paramount Plus. Um, so I highly recommend that. And then... The other thing I watched is, you know, my daughter and I have been watching old, um, I, th- I think they're on the, like the game show network, all these old game shows. Oh, God. And and so we've been watching Super Password Plus, or I don't know the little names of these little games, but Concentration. So we've been watching con- uh, Classic Concentration, and that's Alec Trebek, like before he was on Jeopardy. Oh. And so the games are like weird and fun. But the best part is one, just seeing what people are wearing, right? Because it's just and the hair. Yes, the hair and the wear, the hair, the what they're wearing in their hair, and the weird conversations they have that are always slightly a little too sexual, and it's just really <laughs> odd. But then the next like, best part is the prizes that you can win is just bonkers, like these weird watches or dishes or stereos or just weird lamps you know just and you get to see the pictures of them and it's just it's fantastic so anyway (laughs) that's what we've been in late night because we were at home sick so we were just we went way back in time damn damn it was was really good though yeah i know i was getting some of the i was getting some of the pictures from from those tv shows So while we covered a lot, we didn't even get to talk about Ted Cruz and and the whole scheming of the 2020 elections. We didn't get to talk about Carlson Tucker and getting fucking fired and the lawsuit to Fox. But, you know, next week we can well, I will do my best to remember that so we can. Yeah, those are good. The Ted Cruz lie um, and why Fox fired box headed Tucker Carlson. You know, the best part about him getting fired. Um, he's an awful human, just an awful human. But the best part is, is when he signed up on Friday, it was like, see you guys on Monday, right? And then when he logged into his email, his email was shut off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you, you know that motherfucker called AT, hey, I can't get my email. And then they were like, uh, call your boss. <laughs> 
I, I, I love that for him so much. So much. He was such a fucking douche. So it's good. It's good that he's gone. So maybe if we remember, we'll talk about that lawsuit um, next yeah. week. And then I think there's still a lawsuit that's happening. You were sharing with me. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah. Where can, well, we don't even have to say. Where we don't have to say it. That's right. It's on like we have upgraded to high technology. Just look at our show notes and all of our handles are there. Rate us, review us, share us, and send us some questions and comments. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I posted on Instagram this week. You know, if you have any suggestions that you want us to talk about and break it down, we will definitely do that. So keep sharing. um, Give your feedback. Love it. I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad you didn't cough once on this call. That just annoyed the shit out of me. So I appreciate that. And I'm glad you're feeling better. It's good to have you back. Best day. Bye now. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Love this podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Visit the episode description to find out how you can connect with the hosts on social media. Voice Memos is a production of Dear Dean Publishing. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without consent.